0: Hello, hello, hello. We're just doing it with you, trying to live this Jesus life. My name is Josh.
1: Hey, I'm Andrew, and we are This Jesus Life Podcast. Josh, we're back. Andrew. What's up, my man? Dude. How you doing?
0: What's I'm up? Doing? I'm a, I'm kind of exhausted these days. It's early mornings, late nights. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah. well, our church plants just signed a lease on a new building, and yeah. there's a lot of work that needs to get done. And you have to meet with a bunch of people and you have to Mm -hmm. spend a lot of money and all Mm -hmm. these fun things that stress me out. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, that's been my life and driving back and forth. I can get to the building from my house in 17 minutes. uh, Nice. Even with traffic. So that's, that's a pretty good win. Uh, And I only have to drive on two roads and I'm there.
1: That's what's up. And uh, yeah, dude, you're like renovating and doing all sorts of things. And it's a large space, you know, um, mm-hmm. I like for me, I still haven't finished the renovation on my basement, let alone like thousands of feet of commercial space. So uh, hang in there, dude. I uh, That's a yeah, lot. it's a lot.
0: We have a good team. Um, there's some more team coming back into town, but there's other team leaving town right now. So uh, yeah, it's just kind of like, hey, what can we figure out how to do what to do today mm-hmm. and then do it. And then yeah. it's like, hey, in three days, what are we going to be able to do with budget? Yeah. Can we pull the trigger on these things now? Uh, it's just those fun things. It's just a balancing act. And so yeah. it feels. That's fair. And it's time. That's
1: fair. Well, hey, for what it's worth, uh, I'm excited for you. I mean, I've known about the, the building for a little while and been a part of some of that. And uh, I think it's awesome. And hang in there, man. Like, it's going to be obviously a sprint for a while but it's going to be awesome um yeah man uh aside from that i i did want to share a few very important life updates with you uh (laughs) not really you're pregnant no you're not but your wife no 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 no, she's not no uh i said it uh, i teased it it's not actually that important listen if you're in the market for snacks uh the people listening can't see this I have a giant, giant tub of peanuts from Costco. Just on my peanuts? Just, they're like salted, roasted, but they're, they're they the, de- like, shelled. They're like, they're deshelled. They're like extra, okay. extra large peanuts. They're like the largest peanuts ever, but they're delicious. And as a dad, uh, it's the best thing ever because the girls will like come in my office during a meeting. And then they'll be like, peanuts. Can I have peanuts? And I'll act all like, oh no, like you can't have any. And then they really want it all the more. And then I just have a perfect distraction snack. And I'm like, fine, sit on the couch and I'll give you a handful of peanuts, but that's it. And then they'll like eat it and be like, can I have more? And it's like, okay, a couple more (laughs) sit on the couch and they'll sit on the couch for like 20 minutes while I do a meeting and just eat peanuts and like not say anything. And I'm like, Oh boy, you got me again, but it's my total, uh, it's a distraction snack. And if I have lots of meetings back to back, I'm like, I can, you know, I can grab a few nuts in between a meeting or pop off camera for 30 seconds and eat some. So, uh, you know, Real uh real hunger quencher and child distractor. Peanuts. Who knew me I, I thought
0: you were gonna tell me uh you chuck them. Like you throw them real quick and they had like chase them down like a dog. <laughs> I was like, Whoa, that's an interesting thing to tell the world. But, I scatter okay,
1: feed cool. scatter so, feed my children. Second,
0: no. The entire time you were talking about these nuts, I did everything in my power to not make a nut joke
1: yeah but i really really appreciate I, you
0: because we're just really, two normal dudes and really we're just 12 year old boys still whatever.
1: i really tried to tease that out and i was trying to bait you into a nut joke so well done dude. yeah i could you feel were, it i could feel you're like your maturity levels you know i don't know if it's leasing a commercial space or what happened um yeah, but it was the your terrifying maturity terrifying levels responsibility gone up. <laughs> <laughs> actually you're like no i'm just stressed and i'm barely yeah. here Uh <laughs> uh, yeah man well, what, it's good to see you uh, what have we been it's talking about you.
0: it's good to see you too
1: yeah dude on. oh we are talking about god believe it or not um i mean still you know but with uh with the name of our podcast we uh we figured we'd stick to that topic mostly and uh and being normal dudes talking about peanuts as well um we've been in for the last two episodes a series around like the attributes of god uh, that we can understand from the bible and why it matters um, so we talked about god being holy in our first episode the last episode was about god as a char- an attribute of love and this week we are talking about justice and god's characteristic and trait attribute of justice. So, um, I don't know if you have any like opening thoughts you want to dive into. I'll just say we decided to separate love and justice, um, because we didn't want to go down rabbit trails and we wanted to just focus on love and not so much the question of like, why does God allow these things to happen? And what, why would God send people to hell? And like all these questions that, that can be like, pushbacks on saying our god is is love you know so anyway we but we're doing this on purpose with love last week justice this week um so yeah man anything you want to say as we as we get diving in here no uh, i think the
0: only thing to remember you know one reminder to ourselves but to those listening like god is um a complex individual as we all are, but he's God. So he's on another level. So, you know, it isn't that God is one of these things and not the other. Um, at one time, God's all these things all the time. So like God is love and God is just and, um, wrapped all into one big bow. And that's where the complexity starts to come into play. So it's not that when God shows his love, he isn't still just, um, he he's 100% still just and this, and the vice versa. Um, when God has to exercise his justice, um, it doesn't mean that God you know, no longer loves. It's just he has to be fair. Um, so he's exercising it. I think uh, a verse for me that sums this all up, and I shared this with you before, Andrew, but this is mm-hmm. Second Thessalonians 1. So this is Paul writing back in response to the church in um, the Thessalonian church, and um, essentially they were under persecution. Um, There's a fair amount of things going on where they're like, is God in the midst of this? And this was Paul's response. Uh, back to him or to them. Uh, let's start with verse five. It says, all this is evidence uh, that God's judgment is right. And as a result, you will be counted worthy for the kingdom of God for which you are suffering. Um, verse six, God is just. Um, he will pay back trouble uh, to those who trouble you. Uh, and give relief to those who are troubled, and to you as well. This will happen when the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven, in blazing fire um, with the powerful with his powerful angels. Excuse me. Uh, verse eight, he will punish those who do not. And this is a key verse here. He will punish those who do not know God, and do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. They will punish with everlasting destruction they will be punished with everlasting destruction and shut out from the presence of God and from the glory, uh, from his glory uh, and of his might on the day he comes to be glorified in his holy people and to be marveled among those who believed this includes you because you have believed our testimony to you. And I think unpacking it first off is <clears throat> it, it it's really easy to be in the midst of a struggle and wonder, um, especially when you're being oppressed or being attacked or being harmed, yeah. and wonder mm-hmm. where God is in those moments. Um, and it's yeah. not that God isn't there, um, but more likely, the justice of God isn't ready to be shown. Um, and I think this is the hard piece for a lot of people to wrap our heads around, um, you know, why do bad things happen to good people, right? Like that yeah. infamous question. and. Um, every major religion out there takes a stab at trying to answer it the best that they can. And most mm-hmm. fall short, and, and to some extent, Christianity falls short a little bit as well, because it's just it's a hard concept to understand, but I think we get the closest in, in explaining it. Hmm. Um, why do bad things happen? Um, it's not a matter of good people or bad people that God is allowing bad things to happen. It, it's a matter of bad things happen because sin still exists. Um, the dominion of the world is still the enemy's. Um Like... He comes and goes as he pleases. Um, and because of that, um, sin is still rampant and sin is still a part of our everyday lives and sin causes destruction like we've talked about on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. Um, so you run into that on a regular basis. We see the destruction of sin um, that causes to our lives from other people sinning around us and against us. Um, but we also can see, if we were honest, the sin um, of our lives, you know, causing destruction to those, you know, uh, around us and those we interact with as well well so like sin is still a part of the picture and that comes with you know we have a choice on how we want to live this life and all of those things um but justice is coming right like how you live mm-hmm. this life every one of us uh, whether you believe in in god or not um you are going to stand before judgment one day um and you are going to have to attest for how you live this life um and, and this is where that key verse comes into play for for eight because the reality is if if me being a God fearing man that, that loves Jesus and understands the gospel and has you know, given my life to it, um, stands here, you know, mm-hmm. essentially good Christian guy and you murder thief, whatever. Um, Oh, I just hit my microphone. I'm sorry, everybody, um, stands on the other side. You know, the reality is both of our sins would condemn us. Um, if, we had to give an account for our lives. Yeah, our sin would one hundred percent condemn us because you know all have fallen short. Um, any form of sin separates us from God. Um, we see that you know in in all the writings of the New Testament. Um, and then you, the difference though between us is is verse eight. He will punish those who do not know do not know God, and do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. Um, this is the saving grace, you know, for all have fallen short of the glory of God. So God sent his son Jesus to die as a sacrifice for men. Um, but it's us choosing repentance, choosing to follow God and giving our lives to him in that sense um, that gets us outside of God's just, justice um, or outside of his mm-hmm. judgment. Um, and I think that's the piece that's that's hard to wrap our heads around because we see all this evil around us, especially in today's age. Um But yeah, what's your thoughts, first thoughts, Andrew? Um, I have other thoughts on different topics, but it's going to take us down a rabbit trail, so. Yeah, man, um, and rabbit
1: trails are always welcome. I'm thinking a lot of things, um, but one thing, this is like a backup in context of of this series that you were kind of alluding to. um, When we say God is holy, or God is love, or God is just, these things are all true, but they're... um, They're true in a form that's hard to articulate as people who are only loving, just, or holy sometimes, (laughs) and in part. Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, this characteristic of justice, um, God is perfect in his justice. Um, God is just, which allows us to have language and understanding and a concept for what justice even means. Um, But he's not just like sometimes an impartial judge or sometimes just he is always fully and perfectly just. Um, I was looking up definitions of justice and here's a real simple one. Just behavior or treatment. Here's another um, one that actually I like a little better. And ironically, it's from Wikipedia, so it could have been written by anybody. But it says, justice, in its broadest sense, is the principle that people receive that which they deserve. Um, we, you know, we talk a lot about Jesus, and and the reason that Jesus came was to fulfill, to, to make payment on a payment we could have never made ourselves. Uh, to live a sinless life as a human, and break the cycle of sin in our lives and the consequences, and and pave a path direct for direct relationship with God, so that when God looks at one of us, He sees Christ and He sees Christ's sacrifice and forgiveness, um, and that overlays our lives. He, so the just thing um, before Jesus uh, was that he would look at us and say, Hey, there's sin in your life. You've been found wanting. You can't be in my presence. Um, there's still sin in our lives right now. Uh, we people, um, trying to work to be more in, in deeper relationship with God. And, um, part of the consequence of moving towards God and being in relationship with him walking in the way of Jesus is that, He'll cut out some sins in your life, and then maybe you have to struggle with different things, you know, and and learn different lessons over time. Um, but I say all this to say that part of God's justice was that there was sacri- sacrifice demanded for sin. Uh, like there was there was a a wall, a road that needed to be paved, or a bridge that needed to build be built between fallen humanity. And perfectly just, perfectly holy, perfectly loving, God Himself, um, and He did that through the sacrifice of Jesus and the the life and death and resu- resurrection of Christ. So um, that's, I guess, that's uh, my my first reaction is like, we can even talk about justice because God is perfectly just as a beginning, and then part of that story part of an expression of God's perfect justice was that Christ did what he had to do to to fulfill God's justice essentially and give us a way to have relationship with him and forgiveness in him um so i don't know man that's a little bit rambly yeah. maybe a little bit all around the block no, but those are was, my first
0: thoughts it was good
1: yeah yeah
0: i think it was good to to bring that clarification of like why wonder why did Jesus have to die? Like it's not that God's justice doesn't still exist. Even for those that know Jesus, it, it's right. still there. The differences were covered by the blood of Christ. It's it's our saving grace from the justice of God um, because we could, we should be separated. We should have the same fate as yeah. um, as Paul described. Um, yeah. They will be punished with everlasting destruction and shut out from the presence of the Lord God almighty. Yeah. Um, and I think this is the hard piece because in, in today's society, like this isn't,
1: um, people don't want to talk th- about th- it. Right. Normal, it's like, right. Like there's like, there's a thousand to right paths. paths. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'll stop talking. And I think This you. is the end.
0: And I think, and I think this was the enemy's goal too. like, you know, the people that struggle the most with understanding Jesus and what Jesus is about are the ones that don't think they have a problem. Um, Right? Like it's when they, they're like, well, I'm, I'm as good as John over here. Like, why would, why would I, well, you're both condemned. (laughs) Like that's, that's because of your actions, um, because of the life that you've chosen to live, um, the sins that you've chosen to commit. Um, like you've, you've been separated from the, from the glory of God. You've been separated from God. Uh, Mm Um, and something had to come into the place and thankfully Jesus did. And that's where the, the gospel comes into play. But, um, for all of us, we're in that same boat. Um, whether you think it or not, like we're we're in the same boat and we don't like to be told what to do. I think the other piece of it too in today's society is like we like to we like to draw lines in the sand and find the people who are our enemies, those that disagree with us. And this is where we come in and we're like, well we want God's justice to reign. Like look at these people that are destroying my world, my my family, my and all these things and maybe what they are doing is despicable and, and evil and, and I understand that. Um, but the problem that you run into is what happens if they do come to know Jesus? Um, you know, are their sins too much to be forgiven? No, absolutely not. But now you're in a really weird place, especially as a believer, um, that you have called judgment upon somebody that God has forgiven. And now you're in this weird place where you're going to have to do a fair amount of work to work through it. That's why forgiveness in life is so important. But, um, i think there's that piece of it at play as well in terms of, of god's justice Is we like to look at like look at these despicable people god just needs to kill them now <clears throat> does god kill people uh I, I don't know how to answer that for you um i would guess most likely yes um, but at the same time i could be 100 percent wrong Um, God is sovereign and we'll get to God's sovereignty at some point along this series. I would assume, you know, he's holy as well. So he's separated and different, but, um, it gets into that place where like we, we get really, we get in really muddy ground when we choose to start playing these weird games with people that we're, we're passing judgment. Um, when we're not the judge, right? God is just, God is the judge. His judge, his justice is living in that world. And, um, you know, he brings, you know, both good and the bad. Um, he brings rain and sunshine and both the just mm-hmm. and the unjust. Yep. Um, there isn't a, a a piece of blessings and cursings under the new covenant um, that was changed. And um, when you're away from God, it doesn't mean you get more rain on you. You could be just or you could be unjust and rain is going to happen in this world. Um, like you're going to get pounded from time to time. Yeah. It's, it's going to mm-hmm. happen. Um, and as a follower of Jesus, we have a way to cope and, and process through that and still have hope as a non-believer, Yeah. That's, that's a difficult season because you're not in relationship with God that it's able to, yeah. to sustain you and, and provide for you in the midst of those, those difficult situations. Um, and you know, there's the difference of it all, but I, I just think like, I, I, I I think oftentimes we like to live in one of two camps and maybe this is where we transition the conversation. We like to be like, God is love. He loves everybody. And and, and he does. Don't get me wrong. Um, Like it it breaks the heart of God as as we see written in scripture, but as we see in experience as well, like breaks the heart of God when people choose to disown him or choose Mm -hmm. not to follow him or choose not to acknowledge him. Like think of it as like, you know, your, your own kids. If your own kids were like, yeah, I'm done with you. Um, like you created them, you brought them into this world and, you know, maybe by your own actions, they've, they've gone away. That wouldn't be the case with God. Let's just assume you're perfect yeah, um, for the sake of this illustration, though you're not, let me be very clear about that one. Um, but like, if your if your child chose to just disown you and no longer associate with you, like there's a devastating blow that's going to happen mm-hmm. to you. And this devastating blow for God, God's feeling because God is love. He doesn't want any of his children to perish. Um, like that's where he's at, but. At the same time, we have to remember that God is just. There is rules and there is law that's at play, um, and God is not going to break those rules or break that law at play. Um, you know, He's going to satisfy it, and that's how He did. That's what He did with Jesus, right? The law is still was is still in play. Um, you know, if you are you know breaking any of the commands of God, yeah, you are in sin and causing destruction to your life and those around you. But you've now separated yourself from God. Uh, Mm -hmm. The difference with Jesus coming into play for those that know and follow Jesus um, is he's been your sacrifice. He was the one that fulfilled the law that's still in play. Um, And as long as you're under Christ, you're no longer held by the bounds of the law. But if you're not under Christ, you're still held by the bounds of that law. Um, And one day you will stand judgment um, for the actions you've chosen to live in this life.
1: Yeah. Yeah sorry i had to step away for just a minute as you were going uh i was listening the whole time but um yeah man god's god's justice is uh it's kind of hard to wrestle through most of the time um especially because like you were alluding to like the like our enemy would have us would like it and does like it when everybody says like live any way you want, just be a good person. That's all that matters. You know, define good person, however you define it with any morals, any God, any no God, like any lack of God. That's fine. Um, Satan's like, yeah, that's perfect, man. Don't pay attention. Don't, don't look at the actual plan. What's really going on. Don't pay attention. Like you write your own rule book, you live by it, you die by it. And, uh, I'll see you on the other side. You know, like, that's that's what he wants is us to to not think about it. Like uh, C.S. Lewis in the Screw Tape Letters, I forget I haven't read it in a long time. I'm thinking about reading them again just because it's a good book. Um, but one of the things that, that he talks about is that like the goals of uh, a chief goal of, of demons is to get people to never think about them you know and and to never think about the spiritual life in general like don't don't consider this don't worry about any of this uh, you don't need to you don't need to worry, worry about that spiritual stuff just focus on your life you know and uh, and i think justice is similar because uh, there's been there's been fire and brimstone preached many times, uh, repent now, the end is nigh, like repent or burn, you know, like that type of message. And it's, it's hard because you see it and you're like, that's not, that's not how Christ lived. Um, It's, he didn't walk around saying repent or burn, you know, but he taught very openly about God's justice. And he taught very openly about fulfilling the role of the savior of man, Um, like there's a lot that Christ taught that was around God's justice. And I think the, the ultimate example of his sacrifice and resurrection is what can make us realize like God is perfectly just, um, on top of that, he layers tremendous grace, uh, tremendous grace in the form of Jesus in the form of his death and resurrection. Like that's grace on scales. I can't. Hardly imagine, <laughs> you know. For me, grace might be like somebody owes me money, and I say, "Hey, never mind, forget about it. Consider it a gift. It's done." That's grace, you know. Grace in the form of um, of Jesus, in the form of a person, God's own Son, coming and living and and being sacrificed in a horrible way. Like that's grace. That's hard to imagine for me, but that is to fulfill the justice of God. He's like, no, I'm perfectly holy. Sin can't be in my presence. Sin has to be atoned for. The Israelites had a way to atone for sin. That was sacrifice of living beings for specific sins. God had outlined a a playbook for them. Um, animals. new covenant. We'll just be very yeah. clear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry. Sacrifice of that. <laughs> animals. Sorry. I don't know what I said, but I meant animals, different types for you, like yeah. doves for this, living being, for that. Which, which does yeah. mean animals, yeah, 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 but yeah. I don't want people like, sorry. Oh, they
0: sacrifice human animals, no, animals,
1: different types of animals for different sins. They had like a rule book, you know, do this type of thing, kill a dove at the temple, sacrifice it, do this other thing, kill a goat, you know, um, All that to say, like God's justice is that like there is sacrifice and there has to be atonement for sin. There has to be something when it's when sin happens, there has to be sacrifice on some level to cover that and to remove that from God's presence, essentially. So I don't know, man. Like I I think too, like I feel like I'm just saying the same thing, but it's hard to talk about because we live in a society that's like no. It's just love. God loves you. Yeah. He does, but he all he loves you so much. He provides a path through the perfect justice that we should have, the condemnation that we should have as fallen beings. So, um, well, I yeah. think it
0: helps to like it helps your head. It helps to wrap your head around the fact that sin is that destructive and that dangerous in general, right? Like it causes that much harm. It, it, it's, it's that um, divisive. It, it's all of those things wrapped into one. And, and this is why blood had to be shed for the forgiveness of it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like, well, God could have done a different way. Maybe. But the reality is, is there's probably nothing greater than, than for a sacrifice than, than blood. Um, and that just shows you the weight of the sin that you've committed. Um, now, when we when we wrap our heads around that uh, idea, or that that truth, um, then the love of God becomes that that much greater. Yeah. That he mm-hmm. that he allowed His Son Jesus to be that sacrifice and His blood to be shed for that sin, yeah. um, and what He had had to through for that to be true. Um, like there's that piece of it as well. And and why was it Jesus? Well, one, He was God, so He had the ability to live this life without sin. And you know, the the sacrifice had to be without blemish, um, and His blood had to be shed, and that's that's essentially what happened. But um like i think that's the piece that we miss is we're like well god could have just forgiven you're like but Mm -hmm. but he couldn't um because your sin was that 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 egregious um he couldn't just snap a finger and it'd be uh, done and over with um like he because of the sins you've committed like yeah, blood had to be shed and that, that's where we, we mm-hmm. come into this place. I mean, sure, um, sacrifi- you know, physical sacrifices from that day, like we're in a much different generation mm-hmm. today than then, yeah. Um, yeah, but, you know, this is a tribal nation for the most part um, and this is where these things were established, so, like, this makes more sense um, that that's how it was built, but um, the sacrifices could still go on. This is why you see Judaism today made a massive shift, right? Judaism is a is a religion of intellect now and not um, mm-hmm. a religion of... of um, sacrifice or atonement back to God from that perspective, mm-hmm. they they get it in other ways, um, or they seek it in other ways. Whether it's it's a whole other conversation itself. We won't open that car, that right. can of worms um, in right, right. Judaism, but. Um, like, so I think there's that piece of like, if you're sitting here, like, "Mm, I don't know how important, like, I like to think of God as like more like rainbows and unicorns. He's just like really loving and just like wants to help me out anywhere I can. And, um, you know, this is the dynamicness of, of who God is that, that he is all these things at once. But I think it's actually really helpful, um, for your love of God to increase, um, If you yeah. recognize the devastation of of the actions of your life that has gotten you to um, these places and why Jesus had to die, I think the, the sacrifice becomes that much greater and we have a better understanding of it um, and why it's important to talk about the justice of God. And the other piece of it is like, yeah, judgment's coming. You know, for those yeah. in your life that mm-hmm. don't know Jesus, like judgment is coming. Um, it, it's inevitable and they can't get away from it. Um, they can... Convince themselves in this life that it's not a thing and it doesn't exist, but unfortunately, when they take their last last breath, like it's going to become a very real thing to them. And unfortunately, at that point, it's too late. Um, so I think you know, just our evangelistic efforts of you know those that are around us, have we have we told them about Jesus? Have we told them about the gospel and how do we find restoration back to God um, because of the sins we've committed? Um, not in a like you're not the God of justice. Like that's his Mm-mm. role. So don't play that role. Uh, but you yeah. can come from the perspective of like, yeah, we all need Jesus. Um, and this is how we find him. Um, instead of saying, well, like this guy's, this guy's too far gone. I'm not going to try to help here. Yeah. You're like, no, like those are the exact people we should be trying to help. Yeah. Um, like yeah. that's why we're here still. That's why you still have breath is to live out the great commission.
1: Yeah. And um, dude, I, I, I wanted to make one point. You started to make it, um, A response to God's justice and knowing God is perfectly just, just should not be that we make it our, uh, MO to declare everybody's going to hell. (laughs) Like I, I think a proper response to understanding God's justice is like, man, I need to live in such a way that people could hear the gospel through me. Like, that they could hear and understand the gospel because of relationship with me. Like, that they would be open to that, that you can do evangelism. God is perfectly just. The The response should be that we live in a just way. That when we wrong others, uh, we own up to it. <laughs> that we make it right personally. It should not be that when others wrong us, that we... Um, bring exact perfect justice on them because we can't do that. But like a response to God being perfectly just shouldn't, I don't think, shouldn't be um going and preaching fire and brimstone or persecuting other religions or doing things that Christians have done in the name of God's justice. You know, like the... Crusades like God wills it like God wills it because I said so like don't don't get in that space um, That's a response to God being justice and us trying to maybe get into the seat at the the throne of our lives right, like we've talked about a lot of times in a wrong way, so um, I think this is something that when you understand God as perfect justice and perfect love and perfect holiness and perfect, some of the other attributes we'll go through. I think you can, not that I understand them all perfectly, but um, when you start to understand these things are all true at the same time, you you can have a deeper understanding of, of who this God is that we follow, and what He's like, and why He's like it, um, and why He does the things that He does in our lives, and why He doesn't do the things that He doesn't do. Like, God doesn't, often uh show up in physical form in my life he doesn't send a crazy lightning bolt from the sky or start a fire in front of me or some crazy thing like we've heard you know through the old testament an earthquake or the earth opening up or whatever to exact immediate justice never seen god do it believe he could um but i think we're we're in a new covenant uh with God and the way we relate to God through Jesus and through what Christ did on the cross. Um, so I think the way we understand this now helps us fill in the picture of the why. And, and it also, um, helps us understand things like why God gives us free will. Like he is just, and that means he's going to do every thing that he can to reach each one of us individually, but he's going to let us live in this free world, free, um, Free will realm, so that we can have lots of opportunities to choose God or not choose God. One day we'll answer for those things directly. Um, And I think that's part of God's justice is like, He's going to have, like, hey, I gave you 10,000 chances. What did you do with it? You know, why'd you reject me 10,000 times or whatever that conversation looks like? I'm not God, so I can only make it up, you know, what it might be one day. But I think part of His perfect justice is that. I think he literally gives every person alive the chance to know him. Uh, and I think he does that in unique and individual ways. I don't think God allows one person to be born, live, and die on this earth that does not have a chance to know him. Like tiny children? Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe they—sorry, uh, I'm taking us down a rabbit hole. Like, say, a, like a baby that lives and dies. I think— probably um was born in a i don't even know if i should go down this rabbit hole uh because nope. i'm getting way nope. off way off topic nope. um like there, but what i'm but what i'm idea. trying to say is god gives us god gives us all the chance to know him and that's part of his justice that he allows us to live in a free will, free will realm so that we have the chance to to accept christ and his sacrifice in our lives or not and i think we we will like answer for that decision of how we responded at some point.
0: Yeah. And there, there's a belief, like there's an age of accountability Yeah, um, that comes into play, like out of Jewish tradition um, in the old covenant, right? There's a where that I was
1: about was to go down, to down that road. And understand. then I'm like, I'm just yeah, going way wrong. but it wasn't worth yeah, it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think too, like we started this series because Like, this is God, and sure, we should talk about God because we're this Jesus Life podcast, but at the same time, like we we would hope that as we talk about these different attributes of God, there's, there's an increase of love for who God is. And uh, maybe even um, you've gotten comfortable with the ideas of in your head of who God is, that this kind of opens up more um, and kind of rekindles that desire to know God and be in relationship with God and and learn the, the other mysteries of of who he is and, and how he weaves all these things together. And, you know, There's a lot smarter people out there that that know these topics a lot better than we do, but um, I think they're still searching a lot of these things. I don't think there's ever been a time where we could explain God in a way that was comprehensible to, to others because he he's God, like he's beyond our comprehension in a lot of ways um so i think there's a piece of this series that we're hoping they open some of those doors of like whoa i didn't know that about god like that that's something i should talk to him about and dig into and and, and think more on and and have those conversations with him about um just like you know you've been married for 60 years to a spouse um hopefully there's still things that you're like oh that's interesting like Things that still intrigue you about your partner would be the same with with God, right? We're we're hoping that that kindles those things inside of you and why we started here. Mm -hmm. Um, Other pieces of it is there's false beliefs that we carry about God. Things yeah. that um, actually keep us from engaging God in relationship that, you know, we came to salvation and that's where we left it because um, someone told us something about God that we now, you know, have internalized and believed and we're like, well, I don't want to spend any time with that guy. He sounds like a mean dude. Or maybe you had a horrible dad growing up um, and you're putting those attributes on God because of the the peace of all that. And it's, dude, this is a whole nother side tangent. Uh, But, you know, I've shared on the podcast before Uh, my dad passed away in August uh, on the 25th. And Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of there's a lot of weird similarities and conversations that I've had with God recently. um, Or I've placed attributes of my own father on God and like coming to realization of those things um, now that Mm -hmm. he's passed. And like, it's been it's been a weird, weird journey and probably worth unpacking at some point. I just haven't got around to doing it. I've just noticed it. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, maybe that's your case. If you had you had a poor uh, relationship, thankfully, you know, Andrew and I didn't, we had, we had great mm-hmm. fathers, but, um, and you're putting those attributes on God. I mean, even if they're great dads, there may be attributes of a humanly father you tried to place on God where God just doesn't actually function um, that way, or at least in not that way in that realm, um, mm-hmm. of your life. And, you know, maybe it will trigger something else where you're able to start going down those roads and dealing with some of those false truths of who God is. Because I would argue as a follower of Jesus, um, And everything that that Jesus has done, and God has done, to get you to that place to restoration of relationship, man, you should be like first place every day every night like running back to God because like I just gotta tell God about this or um, I wanna talk and debrief on this and like that's the first place we run or when we sin we don't run from God we run right back to God and and, Mm. you know repent and move on um, because of Jesus sacrifice at the cross so hopefully open some of those doors as well you're able to dig into um, you know maybe some false beliefs you have about God's character about God's attributes and that's keeping you from engaging God because I would argue you know God um, all his attributes should should create a desire into you to engage him um, deeper than those even something like justice um, because you know God um, like there, there's a different there's a different coverage you live under um, so you don't experience God justice in the same way but um, like talking through those things should create, create um, a depth uh, my dog right now is I don't know there's something wrong with him I think I think he's he's losing it in his old age uh oh uh, but for the last, how long we've we recorded this podcast, sorry to change gears, but, uh, for the last hour, he's been walking back and forth down here, uh, going outside, coming back in, jumping on the couch, staring at me cause he knows he's not supposed yeah. to be on the couch. Uh, yeah. and then jumping back down. He like, he's anxious all the time. I don't know what Jack, this dog's issue. Poor guy. Is. You
1: need poor marijuana. Guy. I think let's get you some. Well, THC, you do live in Colorado, Pumpet Colorado, 3. and I think that's maybe that's it maybe he knows that's an option that he's missing out on. Let me, let me just make one final point of like what to do about it. I spent a few minutes talking about what not to do about it, which is just preach condemnation. (laughs) You know, uh, we don't, we don't need to do that. That's not like, that's not the proper response. But when Jesus was, was here, he preached that the kingdom of heaven is here now like yes there's an afterlife yes there's a heaven and hell but live into the kingdom that is already here like i jesus was like i'm bringing the kingdom of heaven you can live in it like i am right now live in this realm even though you're in this physical world and uh and i think part of god's justice is that um Within each of us, we have traits that are, are reflective of God, right? And when we see something that is blatantly wrong as Christ followers, it should bother us. <laughs> you know, when we see something that could be made right in this world, that's that's totally wrong. We shouldn't be scared to lean into that and to dedicate time, money, resource, care, prayer, focus, all that like justice is good you know justice is in god's image we're not we're not the judge so us judging souls no (laughs) that's not our job however like when there's wrong around us when we see sin having real life ramifications breaking down things and causing things that are horrible in this world like we should be quick to be like no I'm going to in the name of Christ and in the love of the way he walked and lived, I'm going to do what I can to advocate for positive change, you know? And, and I'm not saying like, you should just drop everything and start going to every rally you can sign up for. But, um, I am saying, I think it's like, it's good when you, when you see a cause and you're like, I'm going to pour my life and time into that thing. I'm going to help, um, in Jesus' name, I'm gonna and in the way he lived, I'm gonna dedicate focus to trying to right that wrong in this world. There's a lot we can't do, but there's a lot of small things we can do. And I think that innate desire to see justice, to see right done and what deserves to be to be, um, I think it's good, man. And I think that's part of like us being made in God's image. You know, God Genesis talks about when when Adam and Eve were made, they were made in the image of God. Um, that was the thing that made it so different than animals or fish or whatever, is that we're made in God's image. And I think because of that, we have small versions of the reflective traits of God's character and His attributes in us that we care deeply about. So, I just wanted to say that, like... um, yeah, it's good to seek justice in this world. Just remember you're not the judge, you know, you're not the judge of other souls. You're not gonna stand accountable for how others lived. You're only gonna stand accountable for how you lived and what you did in this life. Um and and yeah. hopefully you stand and how you made those behind, situations better. Yeah, and hopefully you stand behind the backdrop of Christ's love and sacrifice for you. Cause that that changes everything. Um In your life now and in your life then. So, yeah, man. That's that's my last
0: point I wanted to make. Dude, I think we can put a bow on this. You know, God is love. God is just. Uh, What's next week? You're going to have to tune in to find out. Sorry we missed last week. That's right. Um, Unfortunately, my life got crazy busy and I completely forgot uh, that we record a podcast on a regular basis <laughs> until Andrew reminded me like days later. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's right. We never actually recorded one. Well, it's all good, man. It happens. We'll yeah. stay on it. So it might be a little spotty yeah. over the next yeah. month or and a half or so as, as you know, my life drastically changes, but, yeah. um, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll keep sticking to it. Thanks for coming along with us, Andrew, as always, my buddy. Great to catch
1: up. Good to see you, man. Thanks for doing this. See y'all. Thanks for listening to our show. It really means a lot to us, and we hope that it helps bring you closer in your relationship with Jesus and with other people.
0: And it also helps us out if you rate our podcast or leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. You can also follow us on Instagram and the Facebook. Now, sharing this with your friends isn't just to get the word out of the podcast. We believe that we have the message of hope that's found in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you sharing this has the ability to transform the lives of the people around you.